Back to the show. Welcome back to the show. It's real talk with the six man, and I just wanted to uh, come back to y'all today, man, with something different, man. Um, I know it's Super Bowl Sunday, um, but I don't want to put my all my attention on the Super Bowl. I want to share some some light and some attention to a homie who actually out here doing some doing some good things for himself. He started his own clothing line back in 2016, um, and he's been through his fair share of adversity and um, overcoming. He's doing something real positive in the community. Um, he got people looking at him. He got some things going on that I know um, in the future is gonna be it's gonna be big for him and his company, man. The company is Japaris Clothing. I mean, when I first saw it, I ain't know what to think, and then after I felt the material, the quality of the clothes. It was, I mean, it was a perfect fit for me. I mean, right up my alley to, you know, how I dress and how I get down. So I wanted to just sit down with the owner and founder and CEO of Japarius Clothing and just have a candid conversation with him about um, on overcoming certain things and just being from Southeast and just being um, a, a business owner now and how that feels and you know what that entails so i want y'all to sit back relax enjoy this kind of conversation with my man jermaine mcknight founder and owner ceo japarius clothes So, um, I know we've been trying to do this for a minute, and I'm glad I finally caught you. I know you, I know you're busy. You know you got a lot going on. Um, so what I wanted to do, I just wanted to sit down with you, um, and chop it up. I mean, there's a lot of people, um, who know me, right. and recently, you know, they seen me switch up because I, I used to deal with it. Well, I still deal with my man. Um, he his clothing line is called Renee Sebastian. Okay. And I supported, I supported B for at least. I supported B for at least 15 years, straight. Oh. I mean, I would come in his shop, drop two, 300. He would give me something. I would go out of state, you know, with the bracelets and the, and the, and the shirts. They'd be like, Slim, where you get that from? Right. So it's like, not saying that I'm a fashion icon or anything like that, but when I dress, I try to, I, I just I just dress my way, right. you know, my style. And when I go places, people be like, Slim, where you get that from? Right. So, I mean, I'm not sure how much business he would generate, mm -hmm. but he would call me sometimes. And be like, Slim, come by the shop. I'd be like, I right, bet. I come by the shop. He have a bag. Right. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, young, this for you, man. I got like 16 orders off you. I was like, for real? He was like, yeah, people came through here and was trying to, you know, tell me, you know, who sent them here. They was like, yeah, light-skinned dude. He was like, he got a beard. Like, yeah, that's my man, Kev. <laughs> so he, you know, he, he he would fly me in. I would fly him in. But either way, I'm like, for me, my thing is, you know, black-owned business is not easy. Right. Business in general. Right. It's not easy. Especially a clover line. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, and I know that when I talk about business to a couple of people that I know now that's in, like that's that's actually looking into getting into some stuff, yeah. the first two businesses they tell me that's really hard is restaurants and clothing lines. Because it's so you know, it's so much that come with it. And yeah. you gotta stay on top of your stuff. Yeah. You gotta, you know, always just be on top of your game. You know, yeah. especially with the with the restaurant, you know, food and yeah. costs and employees and all that stuff, liquor. Yeah. So it's just so much involved, Hold right? With that. Yeah. And so, um what I wanted to do, because I had never done it before, um, I wanted to sit down with you and just chop it up because people don't know who you are. Mm-hmm. I mean, now they will know. Right. And of course, you know, me being from Southeast and you being from Southeast, I mm-hmm. think it's a perfect interview because it'll give people an idea of you know southeast as a whole because people got a bad um a bad misconception about southeast at times exactly and i mean even though when we grew up you know in the early i want to say early like like from from 89 to like 95 96 it was it was vicious mm-hmm. and what we lived through that though yeah. playing football <laughs> snow fights yeah. you know living right being in the street whatever that was and so i want to go back not too far but just go back to um a little bit about jermaine and who jermaine is just not not necessarily the clothing line right now but right. We, we'll get to that but a little bit but about just, who jermaine is just growing up yeah in Southeast. yeah and then and you can add me my brother you yeah. know whatever whoever you want to add just you know tell us who you are yeah so uh, basically, growing up in Southeast, uh, you know, it was fun back to what you were saying, like just playing football. We couldn't wait for the snow, you know, to come outside with our big coats on and play football uh, to, 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 to go play on a basketball court or whether us having a basketball court in the court that, you know, you lived in. Oh, man, because we, we bought that joint. I yeah. remember we had the joint in the middle yeah. of the front of the, the house. Of the court. Oh, man. And that was perfect because, you know, we was all athletes. Like, we, you know, a lot of the kids in the, in the neighborhood, we were athletes, whether it was that or just basically playing, you know, putting up a a, 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 a a cardboard box on a, um, I mean, a, a cardboard on a light pole and then nailing a crate to it and stuff yeah. like that. We used to do and that just in getting the a hoop. But then we got tired of that. Yeah. And we had a little bit of money. Right. Man, let's get this court out here, right. man. Get it in. So, um, you know, growing up in Southeast was uh it was a it was a rough hill because it's like, you know, you saying dope things, you saying, you know, people getting robbed, you know, you saying people cars getting breaking in and stuff like that. So it's like it was just to a point where as though you could have been a, became a product of your environment. And I was on the verge of that. Like, I was on the verge of becoming a product of my environment because I'm watching, you know, the the drug dealers. You know what I'm saying? My brother was a hustler. My brother was a drug... You know what I'm saying? He was getting it. And just every environment of where I've been at, I was able to adapt and I was able to see certain things that made me say that I don't want to become that or I want to do something else or whatever. So that kind of gave me some strength to be strong and, and, and not succumb to the the, 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 the 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 mentality of what was going on. Right. So um I got to a point where, you know, 
I was around my brother, like my twin brother, he had friends and we ended up having like different friends. Cause it really like Emmanuel, if we go back to that story, like Emmanuel was you, was my, my friend, you know what I'm saying? We get deep into it and somehow he became friends with my brother because I became on some different stuff as a young age. I'm going to take a drink on that one. Yeah. E, man, I miss E man. Yeah. Rest in peace, man. Yeah. So, uh, like just to, cause that, that I have to, add that part in before I get to my story. So right. as a young kid, like, you know, Emmanuel was my best friend and, um, he became my brother's best friend because my brother was more so in the streets where they want to smoke and drink. Like, and I smoked and drink occasionally, but right. I started hanging around people that wanted to just play basketball, go to the mall, hang with girls and stuff like that. And that's what we did. So it got to a point where I was I was smart. I was always smart. I got fair grades in school and everything. And then I started hanging around a group of guys. And the group of guys that I was hanging around, they uh, used to just want to play basketball. They want to hang out with the girls and stuff like that. But then we had um, my man um, that he ended up getting into a lot of criminal activity and stuff like that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So he was doing a lot of criminal activity and then we kind of adapted to that because we was all hanging around each other. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it got to a point where, um, you know, we, you know, in Southeast, you get to beefing with dudes and you get to doing certain things and you get to a point where you like, now you want to tote guns and now you want to just sell drugs or whatever because it's like everything is around you and it's like forcing you. It's like it's forcing your hand to do that. That's true. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you may could be crying out for help or whatever, but at the same time, it's like, you like, I got to adapt because my parents ain't hearing me. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. So, uh, it got to a point, you know, as far as, um, that was, that, that situation was, um, it led up to, uh, me being incarcerated and, you know, what led me to being incarcerated was, you know, I was raised by my father, which my father was an older person. You know what I'm saying? Older. Like, my father had me and my twin brother when he was uh, uh, 48. 48. So wow. It's, you know, yeah, my father was 48. Wow. Yeah. So, my father was 48. He had us uh, at that age. And um, by him having us at that age, you know, he was still, he was a great provider and great knowledge wisdom, everything, but I think the disconnection came when he, you know, he felt like uh, raising us, you know, not realizing, like, the challenges that we was going through. He didn't realize, like, right. the challenges that we were going to go through growing up in this environment. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. but we ended up making the best of it and doing what we needed to do, although we had a good provider. For sure. You know what I'm saying? I but, mean, not, not to cut you off, but I feel yeah. like my mother was the same way because my mother, yeah. my mother, I mean, I, I like to share stuff because people don't know. Yeah. So, um, I I was born in Greater Southeast Hospital, mm. but I, I, I grew up in Southeast slightly, but then my mother moved because she had a government job. Mm. She was working at the Hoffman Building doing security. And then she moved us out law, mm -hmm. which was fine because I felt like, I guess she felt like, you know, I want to put them in a better environment than I was in, you know, which, which was, which was fine. So we was out law for a minute. Um, I mean, for a good minute. I mean, <laughs> to a point where 
I remember um, I was at this little girl house and she was looking for me. And I was at the little girl house in her room <laughs> doing me. Right. Right. My mother knocked at the door like, what? What you? Where her parents at? I was like, they not here. Get your <laughs> So I was at a young age now I was doing me. But we, you know, for whatever reason, because I don't question nothing. For right. whatever reason, she, she decided to, you know, get a house in Southeast. Mm-hmm. You know, we moved on 6th Street. And I felt like the rest was history. You right. know what I'm saying? Because once we moved in, you know, we met all of the neighbors. Everybody was cool. And I and, and it's hard, you know, it's hard not to think about this now. But when, when you think about our street, you mm-hmm. know, the, the, the horseshoe, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. Where was our house? Right on the corner. No. What? In the middle. In the middle, yeah. Of the parking lot. Right. So okay. it's in the middle of, as soon as you pull up, our doors, I mean, not oh. saying if you look to the left and the right. Of course, right. but if you pulling up in that parking lot and you look straight, our house is dab smack in the middle of that 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 complex. Exactly. In the middle. Exactly. And we had that ugly green door <laughs> with the yellow <laughs> ugly ass that door. Funny, that door right? was ugly as hell. <laughs> but you knew you knew it was two dudes that lived yeah, in. Yeah. They was cool. You know, yeah. you could come in. It was the fun house or whatever. But uh-huh. my mother, you know, single mother, father came through. You know, mm-hmm. I never. Looked at him no type of way, you know, because I felt like at the end of the day, you know, he was doing him, you know, she was doing her. And, you know, he came through, you know, gave us the man stuff when he needed to or whatever. Right. But it was the fact that, like you just said, you know, it was just the environment in general. The because environment. when I grew up, yeah. I wasn't no, I wasn't no, you know, no bully. Right. I wasn't no hard head. Yeah. But the streets made us. Like, yeah, the, it, the, that area just growing up in general, it made you who you are. You know what I'm saying? And... And you going know, to Henley wasn't easy. Yeah, right. Because going to Henley at that time, yeah. I mean, we had, yeah. you know, Stone Lake, yeah. uh, 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 Linda yeah. Poland, yeah. Uh, uh, I, I could just, I mean, it's Chesapeake, Atlanta yeah. Street. Yeah. It was, I mean. But that's how Maywell, me and Maywell became friends because some dudes was, was did something to him and I didn't even know him and I was just like, I felt bad for him. And I was like, man, well, at least them alone. And that's how we became friends. You know, because I mean, because I mean, no, I mean, I I think people did know, yeah. but you know, he he was a special person yeah, he to was. us, yeah, he was. because we were the only people that understood him because he lived in our apartment, yeah. and you know, you know, we got stories about that. Yeah. I mean, he had major episodes, yeah. and when he died, man, the way he died, yeah. and and when I found out, I was I was sick because yeah. when I pulled up, I seen Joyce and she was just. Balling. I was like, what happened? Everybody was like, man. And Jock was going off. I was like, what happened? And my brother was like, man, he did. I said, what? He did? He was like, yeah, he went to the post office drinking, whatever. Mm. What? I don't even know the whole story. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. so what happened was, I mean, since you don't know. So what happened was, um, he was on his mission like he always is, first mm-hmm. thing in the morning. Went down east over, got his drink, whatever. Came back and drank, you know. Mm-hmm. And then once he got to that point, you know, he would step off and do his missions. But right. one this day he walked right around the corner to the to the post office. And instead of him walking past, he went in the gate. Not in the post office, but in the gate where the workers at. Right. Sat on the just the curb, you know, and was just drinking, talking to himself, you know, talking shit. Um somebody must have said something to him. And I, you do you remember Gary? Yeah, remember Gary. So Gary was the one who ran around the corner to get Joyce and them because they was like, Man, E he around the corner, you know, something going on. Okay. And before they can get around the corner, they had already called the postal police. Okay. Postal police don't know E. Right. 
So they don't know, you know, he a little off. You oh, know what I'm saying? Okay. So one thing led to another. They didn't know how to react to him. One of the police officers put him in a chokehold. Done. Oh, wow. Slim passed out. They say, he's, you know, he, 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 he didn't come back from it. Right. And so that hurt me because right. it was like, uh, y'all went at my man like that. Y'all couldn't just tell my man to get up and go. I mean, it wasn't like he was doing it. He just had a beard, you know. Right. And just tell him step off versus choking him up and all, right. cause you didn't know. They was afraid. You know what I'm saying? Right. And you know, cause you know how E get, yeah, you know. Yeah. And if you don't know E, you think that shit's serious. serious right? But for us, we like, nigga, go sit your so, sit, sit down somewhere. Right, right. And so it hurt me because I was like, damn, he gone off some not knowing okay. type shit. And so that's what I mean when I say Southeast. People don't know what Southeast really is. It's a lot of families. It's a lot of um, tight knit. Southeast is a tight knit community. I mean, on the side that we grew up right. on, anyway. I can only speak for that side. Right. And so, growing up around there, you know, it wasn't easy. Like you said, it was the environment, and you had to do certain things. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, knowing that you had to do certain things, that led you, you know, yeah. on a road that that you know now that you look back now, you be like, dang. Right. If I could have changed a few things. Right. But. I look at it like this, even with my own story. I'm mm -hmm. like, I wouldn't change it. Yeah. Because now when I talk to people, yeah. I got I got a couple things that allows me to be relatable. Yeah. I got the truth. Yeah. I got facts. Right. And I got life experience. Right. You can't take none of that away from none me. Of that. I could tell you a story and you could be like, man, that nigga lying like shit. And right. at the end of the day, yeah. I'm not lying at all. Right. So you know, when you say the environment, how did the environment affect you and, and, and put you in that, that situation you got in? It, it it affected me to a point where as though we used to beef with, you know, we used to with, we used to beef with people in the same neighborhood. Like, we right up the street which and beef was, with which people. Which was stupid. Which was stupid. Like, yeah. you know, uh, and then, you know, we used to smoke weed, we'd be on the block, whatever, stuff like that. And then it led to me selling drugs. And the only reason why... I ended up selling drugs and I didn't get to a point where I was selling crack at that time because mm -hmm. I knew that crack so hit a lot of time. So at mm -hmm. that time I'm like I really didn't want for anything, but at the same time I wanted more. Right. You know what I'm saying? I had that mentality that I wanted more, but if I had a role model really at that time to be in my ear to say, This is how you go about it, but the streets was telling me this is how you go about it. Right. You know what I'm saying, and and that's part of the problem. What's going on now? Exactly. So, so it got to a point where, as though I started selling weed, I started to a point where we was like getting ready to start obtaining guns and everything, just to just be like, this is the thing to do because this is where we at. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. And it got to a point where, as though, but if you're gonna carry it a certain way, you gotta carry it a certain, certain way. way, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. so basically, that's that was the lifestyle. That was the whole lifestyle. You know, I didn't choose it. If I, you know, if I was growing up somewhere else, I would have chose being a nerd and off the break or whatever because I wasn't in that environment. But I was in. A but that was the path for you, though. Right. And exactly. that's what I try to get people to understand. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't want people to think that. You know, I, I know for me, sometimes I got on myself too much. Yeah. Way too much. And it, like, as I grew up, I was like, Slim, but guess what? At the end of the day, mm -hmm. at the end of the day, Slim, that was your path. Even though it was fucked up, you went through some shit, you seen some fucked up shit, but guess what? You still living. Mm -hmm. So if there's an opportunity for you to share your story with somebody else, and they go home and it resonates to them, they could just sit in their room and smoke and be like, damn. Yeah, maybe I need to switch this shit up. Yeah, and you know what and, I'm and that goes back to I'm a, we gonna get into like the mindset, like 
like I like we gonna get into like what 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 drives me and how I became where I'm at and how I get things done because of the mindset. Okay. And the mindset comes from just people you're around, but to lead up to back to the whole point, that environment drove me to just being Jermaine, but Jermaine was something somebody else. To a point where Jermaine was in survival mode, Jermaine was in hustle mode, Jermaine was trying to figure out his way. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because of the environment. Right. And it led to me coming home one day and I would come home and I'm great, do my homework. I'm like I come home, I chill for a minute. My father never say you got homework, none of that. Just let you do you. Just let me do me. Yeah. I come home. Like he might have said it once in the blue moon or whatever, but I did my thing. I come home, I do my homework. Like my father literally gave us that much space where it was like I would do my own stuff and I was on my own. I felt like I was independent at a young age. And I would do my homework. My brother, he'd be out, he'd be doing, he wouldn't even do his homework. Man, you man was. Yeah, he would. Like real talk. Like if you talk to my sister or my brother right man. now, they talk to that to this day. They was like, we knew you was there because you come home and just put your books on the table and start doing do your homework. homework. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I was always in that mode. So that's why I knew right there when I look back to that day but I'll get back into the books I read that led me to that so it ended up one day came home from high school I was in uh, 11th grade was I in 11th I was even in the 10th grade go to the 11th no I was in I was in 11th grade yeah it was the first year of 11th grade and um I came came home and um my brother used to keep my brother used to keep stuff, you know, guns, stuff like that too. And then my twin brother somehow had some guns. I don't know how, but so all of a sudden, so one day, um, my buddy hit me up because he do the robbing stuff, and he was, he you know, he be robbing, and um, he was like, "Let me hold one of the guns." So I was like, I was kind of hesitant about it, and I was like, "Nah, I ain't, you know, I ain't doing that." So. So I was like, boom. I was like, you know what? I'm trying to make a move, too. I'm going to go with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm just laughing because yeah. that's how I be yeah. thinking. What you about to do? Yeah. yeah. matter of fact, I'm going to let you yeah. hold one, and I'm yeah. going to take one, yeah. and we're going to go get it. <laughs> and and that's what happened. Like, Oh, man. I ended up getting to a point where I'm like, let's go together. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I love, and, and I remember the day I was like, "Damn, I'm downstairs, books open and everything, and about to rolling. do my homework." Yeah, about to do my homework. That was, like that was the life. <sighs> that was the the life experience moment right oh, there. Oh, that was crazy. Because when when because when they told me what happened, yeah. I was like, "Wait, what?" Yeah, they went out Virginia. Yeah, John was like young, and they, my father. They was, went out VA young. My father was so smart. He used to always say that he was like. Y'all better not get caught out in no other states or don't get caught out in Virginia. He used to say stuff like that. Like because he, he wanted you to know yeah, it was he, real. Yeah, like he used he used to say a lot of real stuff like, you know, like whatever you did, he didn't know nothing we were doing, but he was just telling us real shit. That's fathers, dog. That's yeah. how the fathers do. You know, that. and we went out there and he, you know, he he got it too though. Like I'm gonna get into that too. So we went out Virginia, man. We went out Virginia. The shit, the way the shit was planned and everything, it was fucked up and I knew it. My instincts was fucked up how the shit was planned out, how we was going to do the shit. 
I'm not gonna get too much in detail with that. Right. But it was the the whole plan was it was fucked up, and you know, the way he went about it. I had a way where I could just be like, nah, I ain't even gonna fuck with this because I already, my intuition was saying like this shit was completely fucked up. Right. But I got involved in it. Anyway. Anyway. So when I got involved in it. And he your man. And that's my man. That's your man back. Right. So when the whole situation went down, I ain't want to just be like, ah, you know. Right. But I seen the shit, so I'm like, boom, I'm in it, boom. So let's get it through. Yeah, So the shit went through and I told you the shit was so fucked up where the police literally just jumped out of everywhere. They was like scoping the whole scene, everything. Because I told you, my intuition was saying that something ain't right. Something ain't right. Wow. Like something ain't right, and they jumped. But out. the move, but 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 see, it's sort of bad thing about that though. Yeah. At that time, the move yeah. that y'all did. Yeah. They had already was getting hip on that move. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like they was already got kind of getting hip right. on that move, right? Not necessarily saying that that was something new, right? But it they was, was, but they exactly. was already like, all right, That's why we I said it was hot because I had that type of intuition, and not knowing that he wasn't like growing up now that I know that like me and him was too different. Like I'm, I'm a natural born hustler. I'm a natural born thinker. I think things through. I'm strategic. But he wasn't that. He just jumps out there right. and he do stuff. Right. But that's my man. So I was following right. that whole code. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's my man. So we did the shit. You know what I'm saying? And everything went the way it went. And um, get back to once we got incarcerated, never been. I've been locked up before in D.C., but I've never been to a point where I had to stay. I'm gone the next day or whatever. Right. So now it's to a point I'm like in ju- juvenile and I'm in there for like 21 days. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I think the 21 day something told me that I'm never coming home. For some reason, it finally clicked. Like maybe the 20th day, because the 21st day I had to go to court. But the 20th day, and I think I had literally never cried throughout my whole bed. Never. Oh, yeah. Never cried. Never cried throughout my whole bed. I cried on the 20th day because something hit me and was like, Done. You ain't coming home. Yeah, it's going to be a wrap. You Calm know what I'm saying? Right? Calm and woe, dog. Something hit me and was like, You know what? You're not coming home. And, and so, and so, not to cut you off, but yeah. I, I, I like to just, I mean, you know, people, people say what they want mm-hmm. about religion. Yeah. And about, um, God and mm-hmm. all that, right? Mm-hmm. And so I always like to acknowledge when people say something, something, right? Something. It was something. Yeah. No, nah, it wasn't something. It was. Yeah. It was somebody talking to you. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what it was. Like somebody was telling you so, something. You know, you, yeah. you shouldn't be doing this shit. Yes. And um, when it got to that point, I was. I remember. I was. I remember that night like it's vividly. I remember all my key points, all the key points, factors. And everything. And that's why I know that when a person got... When you do time, you just got to set your mind. Like, I started realizing, like, when you set your mindset to certain things, like, if you got to do time, I said to myself, you fucked up. Right. You got... You got... You going to have to deal with this. Right. You got to... You going to have to just embrace it. Because you got to get in another mindset. Yeah, I got to get in another mindset. you about mindset. to go in for I'm a minute. I'm about to go in. Yeah. And I'm 20... I'm... I'm No, I'm 17. Yeah, little young buck. I'm 17, but I'm... I'm, at this time, I'm telling myself, 
you got to transition yourself right now. Right. Right? Because it's about to get real. It's about to get real. I cried that night. I got it out of my system. I was like, nigga, you going to have to, yeah, this it. Yeah. I got it out of my system like a, like a boss on some real shit. Like, yeah. I literally got it out of my system that night. I got it out of my system. Thought about when my father came to see me that first time. And I never seen my father cry. My father shed his tears when he came to see me. Blue, blue. And then all of a sudden, that night, the 20th night, I was like, damn, this, I ain't coming home. I was like, you did it. Let's, let's just make it happen. Man up. Get it out the old way. Yeah. But you're going to make the best of it. Somehow, yeah. it was just a whole process that I went through. And... It's, oh. it's funny. It's funny how he set us up, though. Yeah. It's funny. And I'm saying yeah. he... I mean, it's big homie. Yeah. It's funny how yeah. he set us up, and it's yeah. funny and it's how, real. and it's funny how he does it only it in real. a way that uh, that 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 gets our attention. Oh yeah, it because is real. I mean, because your story. Because I stopped believing in God. Right, but real talk. But guess I what? Thought, guess what? And yeah. guess what? You are not the only one. Yeah. Yeah, because you don't think it's been nice. I was like Slim. What you? You got me in here. I yeah. mean, but guess what? I heard him one night. Like, but I ain't tell you to take that car. Yeah. I ain't tell you to. You yeah. know, do what you like. What you what you want me to do? I yeah. mean, you you did what you did, yeah. but I got you though. Yeah. But you had to you had to ride this out. Yeah. You had you after they fingerprint you and you get all you get your, you had to ride this out, Slim. I, I, it ain't like I can miraculously get you out of jail. You still got to go through the process of the law. Yeah. So you still gotta, and so the process of the law is now your learning experience, right? Life experience, mm -hmm. learning experience. Yeah. Because everybody say, oh, you know, life lessons. I learned from my life lessons. Did you really? Mm -hmm. Because I know for me, it took me a while, Slim. Like, it took me. You you were 17, mm -hmm. right? And and, I, and I'm just telling you this. Mm -hmm. You were 17. Guess how old I was when I had my first daughter? I don't know. 17. Oh, wow. And, and, and I caught a child. Mm. And I went in. Mm. And by the time I was getting out, guess how old she was? What? Turning two. Oh, wow. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And you were 17. Yeah. I was 17. So that's a magic number yeah. in a lot of people's lives. Yeah. I can guarantee you it was 15, 16. Yeah. Because cause that's when you kind of, yeah. you think you the man, you yep. can do you. That, and that's exactly what it man, is. I'm going to do me. Slim, I got a gun on me. Ain't nobody going to tell me what the fuck really, you talking about. I never really looked at it like that. You, that, that, is per, that is the perfect that, way to I, look I at it. I tell people now, yeah. if you don't get these youngins yeah. by 15, yeah. it's a wrap. Yeah. Like these youngins getting killed. Yeah. MLK, the yeah. youngest that shot the younger down yeah. in the alley, they but, was fifteen. Yeah, because you don't realize like the pressure. To me, I think the pressure started kicking in. Like uh, the teenagers, 16, 17, But it's like when you get into the eleventh, twelfth grade, I think the pressure kicks in more. And that's exactly what you what you just said. Like the pressure kick, like depending on the environment you in. Yeah. Like the environment, we the pressure kicks in because it's like you feel like you gotta. You gotta be starting to be a man. Now. I ain't no bitch. Yeah. So I got. Yeah. I got. I got like get out of character yeah. a little bit. That you know, and then you looking like you know you gotta start doing things on your own, and you don't want to keep asking your parents or something. Instead, especially if because people grow up and be like daddy, you know what I'm saying, and and mommy, mama boys and stuff like that. But I was a mama's boy. Yeah, I but, was around my mother all the time. Right, and 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 and, and still getting it in. Right, but you get what I'm and saying. And she ain't no. But sometimes it gets to a point where you just that, and not just be like, I want to do my own thing. Right. You right. know, I want I want to have my own stuff. Like, and then 
You know, if you, that means that at a young age, you was expiring already. Like you was already thinking about, you want to just do something, but nobody really was showing you how to put it in perspective. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I feel bad sometimes because I felt like even when my brother, when we talk, I yeah. mean, it's funny and I want to get him on here too one night because yeah. it's like, when we talk, it's like now that we older, we do feel a certain type of way that we felt like we left y'all hanging. Mm. Like. We could have did more. Not even could have did more, but even though we was doing what we was doing, yeah. we could have we could have sat y'all aside, be like, "Look, Slim, we doing this because this, 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 this. This yeah. not like this. What we want to do. Yeah. It's not like this. The shit that you know we got a choice. We yeah. just we just choosing to do this. Yeah. You got a choice to go play basketball, football, do whatever. Yeah. I mean, I can't wait to get John on here because John got a story that. Made me shed a tear because John was like, Slim, the first night um, we was outside and you let me smoke a J, it was done. I was done from there. The nigga ain't never stopped coming over my house. Mm. I started giving the niggas clothes, money. I was like, look, when I go out, I'm like, hey, John, what's up? What you doing? He's like, nah, nothing. I'm like, come here. He's like, what's up? I'm like, here, hold this. Give him a gun. I'm like, I won't walk me down East Oak. Mm-hmm. Here it is. I think John was like 12. Yeah, he was young. I gave him a gun to put in his pants to follow me down East Oak yeah. to do whatever. Right. So I got this young adolescent, don't know nothing, right. but he just a big body. Right. And I want you to hold this gun and we're going to walk down East Oak and yeah. I want you to ride with me. He was cool with it. It never stopped. Yeah. And so he got a story because now he older. Right. And so I want to get his story too. Right, right. So we, we transition to the point of no return. Mm-hmm. You got to do this time. Mm-hmm. You did the bid. How did you plant the seed in jail, man? Planted the seed in jail. Wow. Because the seed got planted while you was dead. It was really planted. And it's crazy because I tell people before I get into it, I tell people, I never understood the concept of it'll make you or break you. Yeah. Never understood that concept until I got there. Yeah. It'll make you a better person. It'll make you a worse person. Or it'll make you Or it'll make you fucked up. up. Or it'll make you a super motherfucker on another level. It depends on your character. Your mentality. Your mentality and your mindset. Yeah. Your mentality got to be on point. And physically... Push-ups, all that. You could do all that right. with, with, with repetition. Yeah. But you got to no, put the, the repetition mentality. on your mind. It's the man, It's the mentality. Yeah. It's in nothing else but mentality. If you go back to Martin Luther King, if you go back to Malcolm X, they always stress the mentality, the right. mindset. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because we could change each other's mindset at any moment. You know right. what I'm saying? At any moment. Right. You know, whether it's anything. But... uh Get I getting in cost rate seventeen, they sent me to a maximum security jump. Nigga, you was in Virginia with a gun. You 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 they not gonna play no games with you. Yeah, you nah, know. I missed it by like one point of not going there. They do a classification. Right. And due to the age, let's say if I was eighteen, if I was eighteen, I probably would have went to a minimum off the break. Mm. But the fact that you was young, meaning that your mentality, what you call it, you know, you you crazy, you crazy maybe. Yeah, I'm here. And you had a violent crime. They like, okay, he young, he agile, he might just be loony and let's fucked send, up. Let's send him to the big yeah, house. We gotta send him somewhere. That's yeah. the way they classify, you know, classify, classify you. Right. So 
I'm like stuck when they said that. I'm like, uh, so what that mean? They like, uh, you gotta go to a maximum security now. So I'm like, I'm looking at them like, uh, like you show you the points ain't right. Like the fuck, no, I ain't never been locked up. They right. So just get ready. Did that, and um, went to uh, sent me to a joint maximum security, and uh, when I went there, I'm really happy that I did be able to experience it from a level of people that had like 25 to like five, 10 years to life, whatever it may be. You get that schooling. Because it was to a point I was able to adapt. And I that's when I learned that you could put me in any situation and I can adapt really quick. Right. And I did. And I right. adapt to a point where as though I soaked up everything and I soaked up to a point where as though I programmed myself to get involved in, um, uh, uh, I took trades. I got my GED, uh, I got college credits. You know what I'm saying? I got about 18 college credits before I came home. That's what's up. You know what I'm saying? And I literally programmed myself to a point. I was athletic. I did, uh, uh, a guy, uh, you know what I'm saying? You know, I knew I always knew how to fight, but I never had a technique. So an older guy, that used to box, showed me how to box with a technique and everything or whatever. So I did that in my spare time. I did, um, I did, I, I, I went to two trades. I took electrical, um, as a trade and I did an optician trade. Okay. So I knew how to fabricate lenses and stuff like that. Okay. So that was something that I learned when I was in there. And then the GED thing was the biggest thing for me. Cause I'm like, I'm not going home and not have that and then try to do whatever. Cause I'm like, I got this time, I'm gonna make use of it. Right. So once I got the GED and I got my um uh soon as I got my GED, I told the instructor, I said, soon if I pass, enroll me into the college class and no question asked, you already know. Right. I did that. Um got into the college classes and every day I was busy. I had classes in the morning. I had classes in the evening. If I didn't have my uh, trade classes or whatever I was doing, I was always productive. So my day was like to a point I felt like I was at college because I wasn't sitting around playing cards. The most things the guys got out of me athletic-wise was I was outside shadow boxing or I was um, either shadow boxing, you know, or playing basketball. Okay. And then they ended up getting a football team and I started playing football with on the football team and stuff. Okay. So anything athletic or whatever I just wanted to do, I wanted to learn certain things and that's just the mindset I was in. Right. So I did all I did a lot of that. Um and then it got to a point where uh I um made it through the maximum security where they was getting ready to transfer me because I'm programming myself. So your credits go down because they 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 take evaluations of all the things that you're doing. Right. So my 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 level started going down. So they can move you. So they can you, move you. Not, you not you not that you not a threat no I'm more. I'm not a threat because right. they like he he's like he doing what he's supposed he's doing to do. Too many things up right. here and right. stuff like that. Right. So they lowered my level to like a two or something like that, and um, I ended up going to uh, a minimum security. Okay. And it was like. It was like some baby shit because it was like Dang, compared to what you had already been through, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. I literally watched a nigga get raped 
and shit like that. Oh yeah, me you know too. what I'm saying? I watched yeah, that. I, I, look, my first night, um, <laughs> I, I ain't gonna say that. I ain't gonna say where I was at. Yeah. But I remember I, I did something. <laughs> I'm gonna say I did something. Um, I wasn't in this state. Yeah. I wasn't in DC. Yeah. And uh, they locked me up. I called my mother. I was like, "Look, you gotta come get me." She was like, "I see what I can do, baby. I see what I can do." Right. And I'm walking up the tier, and they telling me to, to pop, uh, pop open, uh, da 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 da. And I look up. And it's a nigga hanging over the tear. Mm. Dead. Hanging. Wow. Man, I looked up there. I was like, man, I got to get the fuck. I, I mean, yeah. that's... I mean... No, I, that's... that's I, yeah. I, I ain't no bitch. Yeah, I get it. But no, if I'm walking somewhere, no, I, I ain't it. never been... I get it. And I look up and I see no, a nigga I hanging. Trust I'm like, yeah, I, I got to get out of here. This ain't right. right. Nigga, I get it. So... so it got to a point where, like, I saw... It was everything. When I woke up every morning, I wake and I see people that's, like... They wake up with scheming shit on their mind. They, like, right. little shit. And then I really didn't get to the point, like, it was crazy for to be 17. And I'm, like, little. I'm fragile. You know what I'm saying? I'm, like, really little. And I'm talking about these dudes. I'm talking about white boys with tatted up. I'm talking about they, like, 6'1", 6'2", cock strong. I'm, like, die, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? I'm like five nine. I'm what sure. what what I'ma do in here? What the fuck I'ma do in here when I see that shit? That's what made me say I gotta adapt quick. I started like right. living ways. I was like, shit, yeah. I gotta get my waiter because if yeah. a nigga try try me in here, yeah. I'm fucked up. I gotta be ready. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. but yeah, it, it got to that point. But um, I went to the minimum security. So, you know, because I know we got to get to the history of it. Yeah. So I got to the minimum security, and it was just a breeze after that. Like it really was a breeze. After the minimum security, because it was like I've really been through the rough shit already. Right. Cause ain't really shit popping off at this minimum. We in a dormitory. Right. Now, like right. we in sales in that one. Whereas right. though we beef and we fight. Right. You know what I'm saying? And and also like each place I went to, I had I fought one person each place I went to. I don't know what that was about, but I fought every time I went. Somewhere. It's 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 that test. It's, yeah. it's you know, and just, that's it's what just, it was. It's just that let's see what Slim working yeah. with. I mean, because I went through it too. Yeah. I mean, I you know, I, yeah. I mean, I, I was on the phone one day. Yeah. You know, nigga talking about some phone check shit. I'm like, yeah, right. nigga snatched me off the phone, hung it up. Yeah. Like, nigga, nigga, you heard what I said, get off the phone. And I, you know me, I'm yeah. quiet yeah. to a degree. Yeah. I walked in my room. And I'm probably more quiet than you. <laughs> I walked in my room, closed yeah. my door. Yeah. Niggas, you know, of course, niggas laughing. Oh, that nigga a bitch. Ah, okay. So, yeah. 3.30 is breakfast. Right. My, my cellmate already know, hey, Slim, you know, you know, you know what time it is. I'm like, yeah, man, just... Cause I gotta get out the bed to actually get my food. Right. I can, he can't grab both trays, so I gotta get up. I put the tray on the jump. I grab what I want, put it on the side. I'm like you already know, so I get back in the bed. Second, lunchtime. You know what I'm saying? Left lunchtime like eleven thirty. Mm-hmm. He come out, slim, snatch the phone on some dumb shit. He think I'm a bitch. Mm-hmm. So he wanna try me again. Yeah. Hey, slim. I ain't never flip food off a tray so fast and take a tray and beat the shit out of nigga for yeah. like three minutes. Yeah. Until the COs get there. Yeah. Yeah. By the time he came back up, the old heads was in the quarter like this. Yeah. Yeah, slim thorough. Yeah. Cause I ain't I ain't yeah. you, you know how you hit somebody, you yeah. beat them up and then you done? Yeah. The COs had to literally drag me off him. Yeah. I mean after after I ain't had a tray no more, then I start going with the hands. Yeah. When Slim went to the infirmary, the young, the old head, I went outside. Old head was like, "Who you from, Slim? I sound from Southeast." They like, "All right, come hang with us, man." Off the break, day yeah. one, old head told me, "Listen here, yeah, you don't need to be in here. Yeah, you way too smart. Yeah, 
And 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 it sounds like the same situation. You 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 ain't supposed to be. In. Yeah. So why yeah. you here? Same situation. We gonna we gonna help you out. Yeah. We gonna make sure you you yeah. get what you need while you here. Yeah. And when you gone. Yeah. Just 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 you know. Yeah. Sh- shoot a nigga a couple dollars or something. Cause we we lifers. We ain't going we get yeah. shit. Early four or five years. Yeah. And when I and when I and when I start learning mm-hmm. how the system operated, I was like, dang. That's it. That's crazy. And that's exactly what happened when I went to the maximum. It was like, to this, it was like, this shit was some some bullshit to me. It was like this. I'm like, I, I was so happy that I was like, damn, I was able to see that. Because if I went there first, I would have been super green. I would have never, ever seen how, really really good. how it really high goes. Yeah. Because it's like, they're really living there. This place I'm at, they it's coming and going, really. Yeah. They coming and going. Yeah. Or they been there. And then they real chill down because they know they about to go, go home. home. Exactly. You know what I'm exactly. saying? But so, you was able to see the, the every day yeah. where we ain't going home. We ain't going home. I ain't about. got no mentality to be your friend. And not only that, though, how smart I was, was I never hung around nobody. I never hung around nobody that was not smarter than me. Like, I always hung around people that... I could learn from. Right. And every all those dudes was dudes that been in it. Right. It was dudes that was like 10 years, 15. So right. everybody I hung around was dudes that was had giving years you something. in. Right. I ain't never want to hang around nobody that was fresh. Like it was like to y'all, it was like we the same. We on the same Right. Level. So what's want, the point? You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to learn nothing from you. I can't. Right. So I used to hang around dudes and I used to ask dudes questions like when we were together, we kicking it. You know what I'm saying? I had a dude, he was from BC. We called him Fila Rob. And, um, you know, I used to ask Rob, it's like, Rob, like, uh, what's, uh, like, how you, how you cope with the fact that you like, you hey. know what I'm saying? Hey. You know what I'm saying? Like, how you deal with the fact that you're not going home for years. You know, you got 25 to life or 15 to life and shit like that. And he just told me that. He just looked at it like every year he might have a chance because he had parole. Right. Because he was locked up before then, so he had right. parole. So he looked at it like he might. So he was looking at every year was his motivation. Opportunity. His opportunity. Right. With me, I ain't had that. Like, I knew that I had to do exactly what Your I had time. to do. Exactly. So I ain't had that to look at. So I'm looking like, I just wanted to know how other people cope when I knowing that they had more time than me. Right. You know what I'm saying? So... That was his outlook, and everybody else that I talked to, they was just like, they looking at it like they feel like it was either a better day coming and stuff like that. So it was a mindset. So it was like everybody I looked at and talked to, they was talking about they had to put their mindset. So really, everything that I started applying, it was really revolving to a mindset that you had to just be in and put yourself in to survive or even conquer something. Right. You get what I'm saying? Right. And that's how I was adapting. So getting back to the minimum security, it was really nothing. There's really nothing to talk about there because all I did there was really work out more and oh, play no, basketball. You, oh, oh, no, you did do something. What? Yeah, what you mean? Oh, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah what you mean? So Let's get into that. Cause oh, you, cause oh you, cause okay. you did do something. Yeah. Yeah, it was that opportunity. <laughs> So, so basically, um, what happened is we got to a point where um, we got to a point where the idea of everything that I was going through, but what made me started the clothing line, what made me start the clothing line was 
I was at the jail before I even went to prison. Mm. That idea came up when I was at the jail. I can't remember the guy's last name, but his name was Steph. Mm. And the dude, Steph, came to me and was showing me that some ideas of him and his clothing line and what he wanted to do and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I never really put myself in that mind frame of thinking about things I wanted to really achieve other than like I was writing raps and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I was in a vocational school and thinking about continuing my bobbing career when I got home. So Steph came to me and he was showing me like he wanted to start him a clothing line. Mm-hmm. And somehow I went back to my cell and was like, damn, like if I start a clothing line, what name would it be if I did do something? And I was just playing around because it's like you got idle time and you're thinking of stuff. And um, I just wanted to just think of a name, period. Like whether if I had a corporation or anything, I just wanted to have a name or something. And um, I've always wanted to do something with me and my uh, oldest brother. You know what I'm saying? Because I had looked up. I always looked up to my oldest brother. So... <clears throat> I wanted to come up with something for us to uh, collaborate on anyway or any fashion or whatever. So I came up with the name Jermaine and Paris and I'm just scribbling stuff or whatever. And I was just like Jermaine and Paris and I'm scribbling certain ideas and logos and stuff and, and on a pad. Mm-hmm. And for some reason it was hitting me like that. That's too long. That's too long. It don't sound right. But it was like Jermaine and Paris. Like it did sound like something. But I was like, how can I make it sound like really something? Mm-hmm. And then somehow I was like, what if I do Ja and then Paris? You know what I'm saying? So I was like, what if I do Ja Paris? Because mm-hmm. I said Ja and then I was like Paris. Mm-hmm. So like I said, I started using it in a sentence and stuff. So I stopped playing around. was like, Slim, you got that new Ja Paris? Uh... Man, I'm about to go get me some Japers. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I started using it in a sentence where it felt right. Mm. It felt like it was something. And it felt like, real talk, it felt like I had achieved something right there in my cell without me feeling like I, without me really achieving it. Right in your cell? In my cell. That's what's up. Like, I literally got chills when that name came. And I'm going to tell you what happened. The next day, I couldn't wait to tell Steph because I was looking up to Steph. Like, he was an older guy, and he was doing, he was just, he was he was, he was was from the city. I never met him again after that, whatever. But he had this aura that he was cool. Like, he hung around, like, the best of niggas. Like, he was just that cool-ass nigga. Like, you could tell he was flat. And... He, uh, he, uh, so he came to me, and I came there, no, we were sitting down, we was chilling, and I was like, Steph, man, I said, I thought about a clothing line, if I think about, you know, I wanted to do, and he was like, what, what you think, young? I said, your purse. I swear. Purse. Right, I said, <laughs> I said, your purse. I remember his facial expression. <clears throat> like, like what? He stopped, and he looked at me. He ain't look at me with a look like, man, what you talking about, man? You Trevor, da da da. He looked at me like, youngin. That really sound like something. Hey, so, I mean, I I, I want to keep going though. I mean, I, I, I don't want to try to cram it all in one take. 
because I want you to be able to be comfortable so you can finish that. Because yes. I know you got some some stuff that you want to keep talking about. Right. So we're gonna we're gonna take a little quick little interlude so so we can say finish the rest of the seventeen and, and, and get it in. So yeah, we be right back, man. We're gonna take a quick interlude, man. And uh, we're gonna get back to this owner, man, CEO, founder of Jacurious Clothing, man. Japur's Clothing is a new stylish black-owned brand established in 2016. They explore unfamiliar territories in the clothing industry by tailoring their Euro Street vibe into their entire product line to enrich their vision to their customers and all of their clients. In a world where you can be anything, Japur's says, be you, be versatile. Chapur's clothing can also be found at www.shopchapurisclothing.com and Chapur's clothing is also an official partner of this show. Real talk with the six man. Chapur's be you, be versatile. So we left off when you were saying that, you know, you want to do something, you want to do a collaboration with, you know, with you and your brother. Right. And, you know, you came up with the name, you know, Jermaine and, and, and Purse. Right. But you was like, that's that's too much. <clears throat> and you and your cell, you, you're going over different scenarios, you're saying different stuff, and then you was like, it's your purse. Mm-hmm. And your cellmate was like, what you say, cuz? I, I mean, and that thought, even though you still in the sales, huh? right? Because you know, you know, what's the saying? Um, money talks, bullshit walks. Right, right. So at this point, if if your sale mate is 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 looking at you like, like Slim, Japanese, that's that's yeah. tough. Yeah, that could be bullshit. Yeah, but 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 how did that make you really feel? Because in reality. It wasn't bullshit. No, nah, your wasn't. man was 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 spitting true bill to yeah, you. No, nah, it was because I really never heard of nobody named that was your Paris, <clears throat> and I know about like Paris, you know, the city, right, and stuff. So I was just like to a point where it hit me to a point like it could work. It just it just seemed like it would it could work, but I knew for a fact at that time I didn't really think too much of it was because I I never was able to, I, my drawing was bad. Like, you know, if you see my stuff or whatever, but I realized when you dedicated, 
to certain things. Certain things that come to you. And I started drawing stuff and, you know, coming up with the logo and trying to figure out certain avenues I wanted to take. So I will always get fashion magazines and uh, uh, a whole bunch of uh, magazines, source magazines. And I'm looking at certain things and how they was placing the logo on the stuff. So I started just adapting to what people would like and how it would sell and how it would look. And, right. you know, and, you know, I didn't come up with prices really till I came home. Um, but that's how Japaris was born. And that was 19... That was 1999. I remember the year. 1999. Damn, I, was, I was at Dell State. Yeah. 1999. Getting it in. And that's why I really wanted to do established 1999 really on, because that's really when the name came about. Okay. But <clears throat> I didn't really file for the trademark until 2016. That makes sense though. So, so the 16 so is very I, sentimental. Right, it's sentimental. That's so, what's up. That's why I mean, I called you and I wanted. I was like, "Can you take the one no. off and just put the six? You was like, "No, nah, nah, I can't do that." I can't do that. I was like, "All right, I can do anything else you want, but, but I can't, can't take the sixteen off because that's that is, that's the year. That's the year. That's what's up. Mm -hmm. So, so you know, um, your man was spot on, right? Telling you to you know, well, not spot on, but he basically, basically gave me a confirmed his, it for you with his energy, right? Because his, you felt it. Yeah, you felt you just it. wanted to make sure. It was the right thing to do, so he confirmed it for you. Mm -hmm. So once he confirmed it for you, how did that? I mean, because like like we were saying in 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 you know in the latter part of the interview, you know the the seed had already been planted, right? But you 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 ain't really know what that was gonna look like. But your man confirmed it for you, and then he was just like, "All right, what what we do now?" And then you you getting source magazines, you you into fashion. I mean, because you still locked up, it ain't like you can draw the shit up. And, and and have a fashion show in your in, on the yard, so you know how did how did that how did that come about? Because once you came home, not saying no money, no nothing, but it take time. You gotta come home, you gotta get acclimated. I'm saying, nigga, shit, we we damn near me and L damn near got you a job when you got home. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you still gotta get acclimated. So I, I'm I'm happy to hear that the mindset. Cause you you like to say mindset. Mm -hmm. The mindset was still on point. Mm -hmm. Cause even though you came home and had a job, you still was like, I gotta get on this. Mm -hmm. Cause I can't lie. Cause when L told me, I was like, Jermaine. He was like, Yeah, you know, Jermaine got his own little clothing. And the only reason why, I mean, and I'm gonna be honest, the only reason why I I kind of put it to the back was because I was already supporting my man, mm -hmm. and I was already comfortable. With that supporting him, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, which is fine. Which you just didn't see my stuff yet, right? I hadn't seen it, but but L was like, No, nah, I'm saying, but Jermaine got the man, Woo, he got the I got the shirt, I bought a car, and you know, L gonna support family regardless, right? Re and and that's what I like about L. I mean, L the type of dude where because yeah. guess what, make it so bad, L was in your same situation, yeah, but L. L L was in my same L was in the feds, but yeah. L went to the feds without, but L. Actually, I never told L. L actually motivated me though in a way though because I was like, we would talk when I see L in the clinic or something. L be like, hey, 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 Jay, uh, uh, you, you, uh, what's up with the clover line? And he would say, and I knew it was on the back burner, and I was like, damn, you know, I ain't even started. So it used to bother me that when I walk up to people like L or somebody, like, what's up with the clover what you line? Because I used to talk about it right. so much. And you gotta stop talking about it. You know what I'm saying? You gotta stop but talking. But life about had it. happened for me. Me too. 
You know what I'm saying? So it was like, it wasn't no room for me to do it because I got married. Well, before I got married, my father got sick. So I'm coming home. I got to get myself acclimated. I got to get my mindset right. I went from 17 to 24. So I got to get my mindset right. I have to get to a point where I am stable. I'm able to adapt to society and 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 right. and, and learn things and, and work a job like I never had a job you know what I'm saying right you know I'm I'm young so right. I had to get to that point so I couldn't just come out and be like oh I'm about to be a business owner when I haven't even worked a job right you know what I'm saying and and really got acclimated and then you know I got better at computers and everything from working a job where we had to learn how to work different databases and stuff like that I learned that just from working you know what I'm saying? I'm coming from 17, what's called, like, where well, we had a little bit of computer experience in school. In school, right, right, right. You know right, what I'm right. saying? Because we had computer labs exactly. and all that. Exactly. Yeah. But then computers became more advanced by the mm-hmm. time I came home. Mm-hmm. Every time, when I came home, everybody had cell phones. You was like, what's going on? I had a piece of paper in my pocket that with was all your numbers with, with numbers of my aunts. Hey, Slip. I had... <laughs> like, <laughs> My aunts, everybody giving me numbers. I had a piece of paper in my pocket. Hey, young, when L came home, young, he called me. He was like, young, I just drove past Southern Avenue. Young's a whole metro station right here. I said, yeah, Slim. Shit done changed, dog. Right. And just to touch on a little bit of that part, just before I get off the subject, but now, if I was coming home now, just when I be telling people, I'm like, if you was locked up from where I was locked up at that time and you come home now, your mind is going to be completely blown because of social media. Because social media is a totally different animal. It, it has taken over society. Right. Social a, media is a mean it's animal. It's a total different yeah. animal. I mean, I, and I don't like to bring him up, but I just bring him up just so people can get an idea how effective social media is. Right. The, the president that we got now, ah. they they say that his Twitter account is official presidential um statements. So whenever he puts something on Twitter, yeah. it's official. That's that's that that's what he say. So it's like everybody you never had a Twitter account. Yeah, ahead. everybody that's that's how everybody communicate now yeah, yeah. on on social media. Media, right. Exactly. So you you right. Right. And um yeah, man, um you know, coming home from that transition of just being um uh Uh, messed up, um, you know, just, 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 just that, the, 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 the new transition, if we was into that, like if I would have came home into that new environment, but coming home and transitioning was a, a hard phase and it was a hard phase based off the fact that I literally had to grow up when I was locked up because I went from 17 to 24. So I had to grow up, learn and adapt everything and being incarcerated. Then I come home, my father gets sick, I gotta learn how to take care of him, find a job, do all of this and everything. And it fell on me for some reason. You know what I'm saying? My twin brother, he was in the streets and he was drinking and couldn't function and I became responsible. So Japan Oh, he was functioning. He was functioning he was, but he had kids. Yeah. He was fun. Yeah, he was functioning, but he was functioning I at, mean no pun intended, at, but at, he, Irresponsible. Yeah, he was you know definitely functioning yeah. though. Yeah. So Oh yeah. So I done had some I done had some mean conversations with your brother. I know though. you did. I know you did. And I remember one time, I mean he, he put it he he 
I mean, it was one of these moments where he was drunk, but he wasn't drunk. Like he, like you could tell when when Slim was drunk, and he, and you was like, all right, Slim. But when he was drunk, he was really saying something. So one night he was drunk, he was talking to me, and he was like, man, you know what? I was like, what's up? He was like, man, um, man, I really look up to you. I said, look up to me. What are you talking about? He was like, nah, for real. He was like, man, you uh, you was out here. You 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 know, we was younger, but we you know we. We seen you out here. Yeah. We we know yeah. what you was doing. He was smart. He was he was really witty and smart like that to be able to uh, uh, watch and see what people Man. was doing. I mean, he, but he wouldn't comprehend it because what you just said is what he told me, and it made me feel like he was talking to me when he just said that. Man, because he said he was like he told me one day he was like I'm not like you when I was trying to help him. He's like I'm not like you. He said you motivational. Right. All he that. said you. He said, you know how to motivate people. Right. My brother told me this. This is my twin. Right. And a light bulb went off on me when he said that. I right. was like, damn. But it but it but it messed me up yeah. because, you know, people always say, um, I always heard that, oh, you a leader. You a leader. You a leader. You, you got you? leadership qualities. Oh, yeah. I ain't never seen it. Yeah. But thinking back, I mean, I did lead a lot of yeah. motherfuckers into a lot of Shit. You just had to pick up on that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so when he told me this one night, he was like, think about it, Cam. He was like, man, you was out here. You did you. He said, you got out. You know what I'm saying? I said, got out. He said, man, we all know you was locked up. We asked your brother where you was at every day. Mm-hmm. When you ain't come outside, everybody was trying to figure out where Cam at. Yeah. So we knew you was in. You came home. And soon you came home, you went to Baloo because I was going to Roosevelt. Mm-hmm. Then I took my mandatory vacation. Then I went to Baloo. Then I, couldn't I went, think of that name, but go ahead. Mandatory, mandatory vacation. vacation. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I went to Baloo. Yeah. Then I graduated from Baloo. And then I went straight to Dale State. Mm. He was like, young. I mean, if nobody can watch that and be motivated off that, they stupid. And this is your brother telling yeah, me I this. know. That, I know. And that's how I could tell it was. I'm like, what? That's how I could tell he it like, was. He like, man, he was yeah. like, if you not... The motivation for this whole parking lot yeah. and everybody up under you, I don't know what is. Yeah. He was like, you was out here. I didn't even know he could talk like that. Banging, yeah. getting it in. Everybody knew what you was doing. But yeah. for you to come home, transition, go to school, yeah. graduate, and then leave Baloo and go to, to go to college. Yeah. Everybody, I, I ain't know that. He yeah. was like, everybody in the parking lot was talking about... Yeah, Kevin and Kevin gone. He went to school. Cause ain't nobody else in that neighborhood went to college. They was like he went to school. Yeah, like, yeah, he went to college. I remember that when they told me that. So I was like, dang, he went to college. The college? Exactly. Cause we that's we ain't used to that. We ain't in it. We ain't in no neighborhood where everybody like just wanted to just that's our thing. We and, going to college. And, 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 and the funny thing about that is yeah. I wasn't by myself. Yeah. Slim, my freshman year at Dale State, I went up there with fifteen people from Baloo. Exactly though. Fifteen. Right. We was deep. Right. And so that's why yeah. the Dale State stories, you right. know, went the way right. they went. Right. But to get that from your brother, yeah. it, it 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 felt a certain type of way because I'm back home, I'm working, you know, trying to, you know, I'm at Shoe City, I'm working. But when he told me that I'm smoking a J, I'm like, damn. Yeah. And then another nigga walked up on me. Smiley. You remember Smiley? I remember Smiley. Smiley like, uh. I, I was like, uh. He was like, man. Now that's another one right there. He was like, uh. He's special. He, he don't even know it, though. 
But he's special. Oh, he do now. Because yeah. I talk to him all the time. Yeah, and he, he, right now. I knew he was special because he clinged to me when I came home. Even right now, yeah. I get I get on Slim all the time. Yeah. When he get to talking yeah. dumb, I be like, Slim, yeah. you in a predicament right now. Your Instagram, your Instagram is yeah. your portfolio. Yeah. Use it as your portfolio. I said, people always talking about, oh, when you get a business, you got to get... Uh, a website You don't need no website Your Instagram And your Facebook uh, Is your website I don't know nobody That can lay 40, 50 filet mignons And cook them Different temperatures For different customers And send them out right. You doing that right. right now Right And he know what he doing That's chef status And he knows how to do it That's chef status I mean You yeah. might be a line cook Yeah But Two, three, four years from now Slim you gonna be running somebody. You are a leader. Yeah, stop playing. He a leader. He a leader. Stop playing. No, but- trust me because if you gravitate towards me, I know you're a leader because he gravitated towards me to a point where as though he like I was watching your moves and I was, you know what I'm saying? I don't even know him. He lived like three houses down from me. I'm just coming home, you know, and they just tell me like they all I knew was they was like Jamil brother just came home. And I'm just knowing all these new people. They accepted me because I was his brother. Same thing. But they see like, boom, next year. Like, they looking at me like, ain't none of them got cars. I'm like, I come home, I'm getting a car. They like looking like, the nigga just got, how he got a car? What you mean? How he doing this? We doing, we doing what we do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We doing what we do. And that's the thing. Yeah. It's, like, it's like, we got to be to the point now where, you know, we have to be cognizant. Mm-hmm. And I don't like to use big words, but we have to you be. Have to. But we have to be cognizant yeah. of, you know, the 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 um, what we look like to people, right? Because we got jokers looking at us a certain type of way, and like you say, you ain't even know, right? Like they like, damn, Slim, Slim just came home. He got a car. I come home. I remember I was out on the block, and 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 and, and, and some younger was out there with jogging. He was talking crazy. And Jock was like, hey, Slim, you know who this is? He was like, nah. He was like, Slim, you need to be easy. And that's Ty Brother. Mm-hmm. Nigga was like, Ty Brother? Right. I ain't even had to say nothing. Right. Slim was like, yeah, that's Ty Brother. Yo, you better chill out. He was like, I ain't no Ty had a brother. I just hit the J. I ain't say nothing. Jock was like, well, that's his brother. Yo, you need to chill out. He, he an old head. Right. Just like that. Yeah. I ain't had to say a word. Yeah, that's how it's supposed to be. I ain't had to say a word. But it let me understand, though, you know, not a good, not in a good way, mm-hmm. but the work that I had put in mm-hmm. out there. Yeah. And, and and the years that went by, you know. Uh, I yeah, but the youngest, but young, the, the youngest before you, just like me, like I'm just coming on the block, but they still look up to the mm-hmm. guys that's older. Mm-hmm. But if you about something, mm-hmm. you got swag. Because if you was just some little bum dude out there, they ain't it's watching nothing. you. Exactly. You know but saying? we was making moves. Yeah. I mean, even with just, just, just having yeah. the female. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> a part of my history come from growing up saying you, Ty, Larry, y'all, stuff like that. Like, that's what got me to a point. Like, I want nice shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. If y'all outside, y'all got nice shit. Yeah. And then when I was living in Kenilworth, I'm saying my brother, and I'm saying them, and they... Wearing Doing nice stuff, yeah. and then I'm living there in Woodland, and then he still they got the Sergio Jacchini stuff on and Ooh, everything. Just went back. Yeah, I'm talking about yeah. I'm with really the, sick with, with the high tims, whatever. <laughs> yeah, with the motherfucker. Yeah, 
Yeah, I'm trying to tell you. Yes, that's sir. why I was so. Uh, that's why I probably was so more advanced than me. I, w- I think me and my brother was probably more advanced than a rat. A lot of them because a lot of them didn't had old older brothers. Right. To really see what was shit, really good. What was really good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he coming in the house. Like I've seen guns. You know, when I was small, because you know he had safes and shit. You know what I'm right. saying? So I'm already seeing this type right. of shit. Right. So I've already was seeing that type of stuff as well. So like a lot of the guys, Maywell, all of them, they didn't really see what we saw. Like we all hung together, but we 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 passed and we didn't live right. in worse neighborhoods than what we was living in in Southeast. Right. You get what I'm saying? Right. You know what I'm saying? We talking about it was like to a point. Especially in Kenilworth, Kenilworth was a different breed over there. Like oh, it was it was a different breed. animal. Yeah, that's a Kenilworth different, was a different animal. That's a different breed. Yeah, over yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? Different animal. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm different saying? Animal. Like it was just like you know your mother. Like it was just you 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 was hard when you was two years old over there or something. <laughs> <laughs> Real talk though. Real that's, talk. That's I remember true. when crack hit. I'm, I think I was little. I don't know. I used to see a fucking line. I ain't know what it was. I was small. I seen like a line of people just lined up, and then and then dawned on me until I got older and realized like, why all these people lined up over here? That's how bad crackhead hit. Yeah. And I used to see a whole line, and I'm like literally a little kid seeing this. And as I got older, yeah. I started realizing what that was what about. What that was exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I grew up in a neighborhood like that. And like, there's, and, there's, yeah. and there's a lot of youngest that's up under us that would never understand that. Right. But they think. They thugs and they think they hard. Right. But let's 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 travel to to Jermaine and Paris though. Okay. And and let's and let's get into the now because now we here. Now we we here. here now. I mean, cause I know yeah. getting back to my story about L telling me, you okay. know, she was official. I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna hit Jermaine when I get a chance. Yeah. yeah. And I forgot we was at Deep Creek or somewhere with, yeah. with with wifey. Yeah. And he he sent me a picture and I saw the shirt. I was like, oh, I was like, uh, I, I texted him. I was like, L, uh, where you get that from? I said, where you get that shirt from? <laughs> <laughs> that must have been what had happened. I said, what? I said, yeah. where you get that shirt from? He said, oh, this is John, uh, Jermaine. You know what I'm saying? I said, well, uh, what's uh, what's Jermaine? What's Jermaine number? <laughs> What's 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 your brain number? I need to hit him real quick. So I hit you. Cause I think at that time I was going out of town. Matter of fact, I was going to Jamaica. Okay. I was going to Jamaica. Okay. And I got the shirts right here. I was like, I just need a couple of t-shirts because I'm going to Jamaica. You know, I just want, you know, you, you got clothing now. I just want to see. He was like, you was like, oh, I bet I got you, whatever. Okay. And I remember you gave me the uh the black joint, white t-shirt with the black letters, but it had the cursor. Right. Shapers. Slim, I, I I put the joint on, went down to the pool, and this white lady was like, "Excuse me," I was like, "Hey, how you doing?" She was like, "Um, what's that?" Oh, I said, "Oh, this is oh, this is a, a a a clothing line that my man make at home, you know, Chapers." She was like, "Chapers, is it um Italy?" Hmm. I said, "No, it's not Italy. I mean, we from D.C." Hmm. I said, "So he from D.C. and." He's starting something new. She was like, that is really nice. Yeah. And it hit me right then. Like, this Cause is... Because as soon as I came home, what I say? I said, Slim, I need, need some more. <laughs> you did, too. Now I was wondering why you was like, you was geeked up or something. As soon like, as I, I came more. home, I was yeah. like, young, I need, I need you to... Because I need this. Because I feel like, because I feel like for me, yeah. I, not that I go out. Right. But, you know, if I do go out, it's always somewhere where... 
it's gonna be a lot of people, mm-hmm. or it's gonna be a lot going on, or oh, whatever. Oh no, it's attention giver, right? Atten- yeah, it, because yeah. when you walk in the room, niggas like, because yeah. hey, you know how niggas are. Yeah. They look, but they don't say, say nothing. nothing. And, and, and we not like females. Yeah, exactly. A nigga will come to you, be like, oh, what's up, man? What's man, up, what's Slim? good? What's, what's that? Hey, um, where you, where you get that from, Slim? Yeah. And I don't have no problem telling. That's why I was like, hey, Slim, you give me these shirts. I need a business card. Yeah. Oh, I need some business card because I need to be able to tell people. What's going on? And then, like I say, when I had these on, mm-hmm. and I think I posted them online, and, and I was at my desk or something, and you hit me, you was like, yeah, I can make a shirt that match them Jones perfect. I was like, you faking. Yeah, I saw them. You was like, I got you. I got you. And like two, three days, you, you popped up, you was like, look at this. I was like, oh, all right. Yeah. And so for you to be, and, and I'm going yeah. to use your term, okay. for you to be that versatile, yeah, right? Yeah. And, and and can and can get the colors. Yeah. I was like, yeah. And then when you start, I was like, well, can you make me one that's all black with the black? You was like, yeah, I, yeah. And you brought it over. I was like, oh, oh, I'm done. That's the same reaction I get. I'm done. A lot of people like. I'm done. I got a dude, my man Dave, and and I drop stuff off. I'll drop it off at his job, and I'll give it to one of his employees, whatever. And I'll drop it off, and he'll come and pick it up, and he be like, man. You just you you did your thing, man. He was yeah. like, man, it's, he's like, just, it's hard. It's hard. I mean, I mean, you the homie, yeah. But in real life, mm-hmm. you getting compliments from people. They like, what? What is that? Yeah. And it's it's local. Yeah. But if you in Jamaica or the Dominican Republic, you yeah. went to the DR. Yeah. And when you had it on, I know people was like, yeah. "Cuz, what's what's yeah. that? Yeah. Come yeah. on, yeah. yeah. So it's like it it is that thing where you. Where you can't stop. I it's, mean, even, but, even with this platform. Yeah. I, I, when I first started this, I didn't know what I was doing. Right. And I that's was, that's all of us. I didn't even. I was just like, I'm going to just try on earth. I'm going to just do it. The first, My first year, I could tell you, I felt like I was in play school. Right. I'm going to just you know do it. I'm I mean, my first it. my first podcast was about the young girl who got killed over in Northeast. Right. Makai Wilson. Right. It, 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 I was laying in the bed. I saw the story. I got up out the bed. Uh, Vaughn had hit me and was like, "Hey, it's this joint. It's called Anchor. You could just do your podcast, yeah. and after you publish it, it'll go out everywhere." I was like, "Bet, right. man!" So I I I recorded and deleted twenty times mm. before I got that first podcast right. Right. And when people hear, it, they be like, "Oh, that's you, Slim." And then when people listen to each episode, yeah. they hear the elevation. They yeah. like, "Young." I mean, I had jokers inboxing me like, "Young." But that's how it goes. That's your lane right there, that's your young. Lane. I told you that was your lane. That's your lane. But watch this. Yeah. But but on top of that, you and know, I didn't even heard your podcast. I heard you just on Facebook. Just, just right at, at work. At work. Niggas just like, chilling. I was niggas, like, niggas like, hey, you at work? Like, yeah. His lane. Exactly. Yeah. And then when we get to talking, you know, I, I'm buying stuff from you. We we talking, yeah. and it's like it's not like it's not like um um. It's not like um, pulling strings. Mm-hmm. It's like we just talking, yeah. and you like, nah. Well, look, if you want to get a logo, you know, you holler at my people, booty whoop, and then you call me back. You was like, nah, nah, nah. Don't holler at these people's no more. Yeah. Holler at these people's. Right. And in my mind, I'm like, I'm not gonna question him and ask him why he don't want me because I was getting ready to call them yeah, people's. Yeah, yeah. And then you was like, nah, nah. don't call them. Yeah. Call these people's. Yeah. I called them, told them what I wanted. They sent me some samples. 
I was like, no, nah, I don't like this. And then I sent them to you. Yeah. I was like, oh, I, I was like, I like the red, white, and black. I mean, red, white, and blue because it's DC. Yeah. You know, the colors or whatever. You was like, nah. You that, that red, white, and black look good. I was yeah. like, all right. So I slept on it. I was like, well, can you add this? Can you put this? And can you add podcasts? And can you? They was like, yeah, we can do it. And they sent me five different Jones. And I was looking. I even said, I said, which yeah. ones you like? 1B, yeah. 2B. You was yeah. like, well, I like 1B. I mastered your logo just how I did mine. I gave you that part. And you ran with the other part because I didn't even think you was going to do all that. Because when you said the other stuff, I was like, damn, he added some more shit to it. Right. So I said, let me know that you had a creative mind. I right. was like, damn, this nigga good too. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so when the shirts came back, I was yeah. like, young. Yeah. And I remember, I think it was, um, I think it wasn't me because I had posted the shirt. But I think my man had the shirt on. Mm. And then and then a female posted the shirt. And you, and you, and you put a comment. You was like, young. That joint is iconic. Yeah, it's iconic. That's yeah. a real logo, yeah. yeah that's a real it, logo. it made me think, like, yeah, this is a real. Yeah. I know real shit. This is a real logo, yeah. That like real. that shit. Like forever. people really like Kevin. Can I yeah. listen? Listen, not that's to talk, not not, yeah. not not to get away from you. Yeah. But I got a young lady. She lived in Seattle, Washington. Mm-hmm. She grew up. In, her her parents grew up in our parking lot. Right. She saw everything. She was like Kevin. Where can I get a shirt? I want support. I was like, well, just go to uh Cash App, send me um, you know, what shirt you want? These thirty, the one at the top in the corner, you know, with the red and black, you know, that's forty. She cash at me forty dollars. She mm-hmm. was like, no, I want, I want that red and black jump. Yeah. I said, can, well, can you just do me one and favor? That's super icon. I said, can you do me one favor when you get it? Can yeah. you just, you know? She said, I got you. You want me to post a picture? Yeah. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. And not just me. Cause I was on I was on live one I day. I already told you, like that joint is exclusive. Like my it's man, off the break. Hey Slim, I'm, I was on live one day. My man hit me, he was like, Slim, why you selling me this motherfucker black and white joint? Why you what's up with the black? Trust me, I've been what's, doing this for a while. What's up right? with the black on black? I, I been, said, man, I ain't trying And yeah. you know me, I was being stingy. Yeah. I said, man, I ain't trying to yeah. get rid of this black on yeah. black. But then you gotta pay for it. But now. they asking for it. So I'm gonna go ahead and, and guess what? They paying for it. And I'm not saying that in a bad way. Yeah. I'm saying, when I say paying for it, I always say donation. I was like, if you send a donation, I send you a gift. And that's the gift, you know, for the show. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like at the end of the day, it's been overwhelming. Yeah. Like, I'm sending shirts to New Jersey. Yeah. To Philly. Yeah. To uh, 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 Colorado. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I'm like, yeah, what's really good, yeah? Yeah. So... With your shit, I mean, I, I mean, nigga, literally, literally. I already know you got a section in I can, it. <laughs> I can open up my closet, yeah. and it's just nothing but JP in here, yeah, yo. Right. Like literally, I go to work, my man be like, "Yo, yeah. what's that?" And it's like, you ain't buying none yet, though. Yeah. I yeah. gave you his business card, you ain't buying none yet. Yeah. But when I come in every day with something They're different, looking at it. Listen, I went in. It take him a minute though. I went in there with the pink jump. Yeah. Even you was like. Oh, oh! I ain't know you had that. That was mean. The pink joint. That was mean. It was like, yeah, you. You. That was mean. So in my mind, yeah. you know, because I'm a black, yeah. gray, black on black type dude, and I'm at the point now where I can't. I I got I got to do some colors. Yeah. Cause they pop. Right. Niggas be like, hey, what? Where you get that from? So, so, so take us, take us to like, how do you? Like how do you like? Cause the I mean, cause I mean, Jay for real. Like, right. the quality, you know, yeah, I know. 
No, seriously. Yo. I know. The it, quad, yeah, but I, it's your purse, though. I, like, know, I could put this in the washing <laughs> machine and just let it air dry. That's what you're supposed to do. A lot of people don't do that. Yeah, but but, I, but, I can if you, but that's just like taking your stuff to the cleaners. But now in the cleaners, you take your stuff to the cleaners and they wash it with other people's stuff. It ain't like back in the day how they used to do it. You know what I'm saying? So it's best that you wash it yourself and, then they and just, just hang it up. You and, put, you and know then, what I'm saying? And then they, the color don't fade. Don't fade. It's a rich it, color. It, it, everything. The 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 the, the, yeah. the elastic don't go nowhere. Yeah. I'm like, yo, this yeah. nigga is really yeah. dealing with somebody that's <coughs> yeah. <coughs> and, then, and then when my brother bought it, yeah, I got hit his mouth. Right. Remember when you you was like. Uh, your brother bought some stuff, but then he seen your shirt. He was like, "Oh, what's that?" You was like, "Oh, nah, that's your brother's." <laughs> oh, that's my. Yeah. Oh, I can't get that. Yeah. Nah, your brother already bought this. <laughs> yeah, he was mad. He was yeah. like, "That's how you going?" I right, uh, so I'm I'm putting my bed in. Yeah. So how, I mean, how do how do it make you feel now that is it's kind of out there and, and and I feel like it, it can't do nothing but go further further up, yeah. man. Like, um, at this point. But it is, though, because, you know, um, the feedback that I get, like, I don't even, I'm not even the type of dude that, like, brag when it comes to Japurs. I might brag on me a little bit sometimes, but I don't brag when it comes to the Japurs thing because it's, it's a sensitive project for me. It's a sensitive project. It's sentimental. It's sentimental and it's sensitive to me, so... I, 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 you take I, it seriously. I take it seriously, and I take it light. I, mean, I take it to a point where it's though it's delicate, and it's it's my baby. And um, you know, I get a lot of emails from different people, you know, and it's getting to a point now where I used to just reach out to people, people reaching out to me. You know what I'm saying? Can we can we can we can we put names out there? Yeah, like um. Prime example, the the guy, the model that I got on my site, uh, the only white guy that I have on my site, and a lot of people. I thought it was fake. Yeah, yeah. But he real. Cause, yeah, he real. Because cause I, I was on IG, and he yeah. was talking to you. I yeah. was like, yeah. oh, this a real person? Yeah, yeah. I was like, and he had the fire sign. He was like, Jay, that's fire. I was yeah. like, this a real person? Yeah. Like, wow. Yeah, Marco Del Silva, man. Um, uh. I was scrolling through, like, you know, I'm about diversity, man. Like, I'm not about, you know, just a black person wearing my stuff and all this. Like, I'm not into that. Like, I've never been into that. Like, I've never been into just limiting myself to just, I love my people, don't get me wrong, but that don't mean that I'm making clothes just for my people. I'm making clothes for everybody. Polo ain't make yeah. Polo ain't make clothes for us, yeah. but we bought it. But we bought it. Tommy Hilfiger ain't make clothes for us, but right. we bought it. So I'm a black. And man. they came out and told us, "Oh, we didn't make this for y'all." Exactly. But me. But but it's people still anyway. Exactly. I get it. But my thing is, I'm coming out the gate. You'll never have me on videotape saying that my clothes is limited to just one specific group of people. It's not. I mean, when we first talked, you was like, "Slim, I'm trying to go to Italy." I was like. Oh, this nigga wants some real shit. Yeah. Cause I I'll be right there with you yeah. in Italy. Yeah, I want I want shopping. Yeah, like trying to see what's I've good. I've had a dude call me and say that man, I support my city. I wear a lot of stuff from the city. I support my city. He said, but when I came across your clothing line, and I'm about to go to Europe, Italy, whatever, he was like, I just want to get a couple of items from you so I can, so wear, I can wear because. 
And when he said it, I wasn't taken back too much because I know that my the what I bring out is more diverse than what we normally bring to the table in DC. Right. You know what I'm saying? I studied the format. The format is it's in a box. Right. You know what I'm saying? All day. It's in a box. Shooters. It's in a box. Uh, what's the other one? We are one. We are one. Uh, hobo. Hobo. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And then madness, madness, universal madness, universal madness. madness. Yeah, Sabiato. Don't forget about Sabiato. But Sabiato, I mean, don't get me because I, yeah. you know, I've been buzzing that door a couple times. And it's cool though. Don't get me wrong though, but I mean, for the cut you off, but I mean, one time a dude was like, "Yeah, I went to the Sabiato shop." And I, you know, boop, 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 boop. He, I was like, oh, now Georgetown? He was like, yeah, you know, I opened the door. You know, I saw you open the door. Yeah. He was like, yeah. <laughs> I said, you open the door? He was like, yeah. I was like, oh, all right. Right. Yeah, you ain't, you, you yeah. weren't in the Sabiato shop, Slim. Exactly. They got the buzz you in there, Slim. Exactly. And they look at you and be like, yeah, we closed. But you come to the door, they know your face. Hey, buddy, come on in. You ain't just walking in Sabiato. So that's why I don't like right. when jokers be, yeah. that's, that's off topic, but jokers just be talking like, because right. I know me and my man walking in one day, it, yeah, it was, it, yeah, we, you think we was retarded. I, yeah, mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. Buy a hoodie, that joke yeah. 250. If, I, like, if I get into the creative side of it, like Sabiato, don't get me wrong, it's a, it's a tight name, but when you have a name, when you have a name in which I did, like I had your purse, I was like. But they material was vicious though. Yeah. They material. No, that, it was the, though. The hoodies that they had. Yeah. With the drawstring, them yeah. Jones was on fire. Yeah. Some of the stuff was cool though. Don't get me wrong. I never hate on nobody. But some of the stuff was cool. It, a lot of the stuff was cool. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But is it versatile? Right. That's how I came up with your purse. Bub versatile. Right. In a way, because it's like I'm. I had to make something that represent what I would wear, what I would do, my whole movement and everything. And I've always been diverse. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've never been to a point where I don't like a certain race or a certain culture or something like that. Like, once I started being able to be around certain cultures and stuff, and I started accepting and liking it, I was like, I want a diverse line. I want my line to be diverse. I want... I want a Spanish person to wear. I want to, I want somebody, you know what I'm saying? I want to be able to sit back and say, wow, like, right. I created this and everybody loves it. I want some puffy shit. Yeah. Because everybody was buying puffy shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I've never been like. Hobo. Yeah. I just don't want to be in a box. And I think that everybody in DC. No, nah, what was the other one? What's the black dude name? Uh, Who? The black dude that was on Shark Tank. Oh, Dam- the FUBU Jones? Yeah, FUBU. Damon John? FUBU. Yeah, Fubu. and I actually bought Fubu. I used to love Fubu though. Fubu. I, yeah, I used to love Fubu. For though. us by you or something. For shit. us by, by you. you. Yeah, yeah, for us. You stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you did the hood version. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. did the hood version. Yeah. But yeah, man, um, I kind of idolized that. I looked at a lot of Fubu magazines. I read their articles and stuff. And I had a a, a sit down one day. Um, one of the guys from uh, FUBU, which was, um, uh, damn, I can't even think of his name. I got a, a block right now, but I'm gonna get, I'll am i get back to it. I can't think of his name. Um, but I went to, a, went to the D.C. Convention Center. Mm-hmm. And when I went in there, he was one of the guest speakers. Okay. And um, it was all about branding yourself, clothing lines and stuff like that. 
and he was got up, he spoke and stuff, and they was telling us we were able to talk to them afterwards. Okay. So I think my biggest thing was I had my Instagram account, so that was like my portfolio. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to see what his reaction would be, or anybody reaction be re- reaction that is on that type of status, on that, on that level, right. and see what they say. Right. And I waited. I was sitting and you know waiting for me to you know from the finish talking to somebody, and um, I went up to him. This is one of the co-founders. I'm gonna tell you his name in a minute, and um. I, I went up to him and I told him like I'm trying to start a clothing line you know I'm doing a clothing line and I want to really like get really good at what I wanted to do and how can I take it to the next level and what you know whatever step I take and he told me that I need to get into licensing my clothing because that's really how FUBU really well, made their money is, right. and stuff and I told, and I asked him, and I said, what step do I need to take? And he says that you just need to get a licensing lawyer and go from there. You know what I'm saying? Right? So I said, so can I show you a couple of my ideas and stuff? And I swear to you, I think my confidence level and everything else went to the roof after I got his response. Mm. When he looked at my Instagram account. He looked at a couple of shirts. He looked at it. He said, this is nice. This is nice. And then he stopped on the Japuras font one. Not the cursive one, but the font. Mm-hmm. And he stopped on one of those t-shirts. And he was like, he looked at me. And he says, I'm going to tell you something. And this is what he said. And, and, it, and it really, because I didn't know what he was going to say to me. He was like, he looked at me. He said, I'm going to tell you something. He said, but... I don't want you to feel like I'm lying to you or I'm just trying to blow your head up. Something he was saying towards that degree. And I was like, but he didn't say blow your head up, but it it was kind of weird because I was kind of skeptical, like what he was going to say. And he was like, you really got to ask for this. Mm. He says, this shirt, I will sell a lot of these. He said, this is classic. He said, this is classic, right? This is what he said to me. He said, this is classic. Southeast. South, yeah. Southeast. Yeah. Oh, Southeast. Yeah. South, That's what he said. He said, this is classic. He said, this is classic. He said, this is classic. He says, I will sell a lot of these. Mm. And at that time, I was using more of the cursive logo. I wasn't using what he looked at. Right. Which was that fun. Cause I, cause I liked the cursive logo yeah. when you showed it to me. Yeah. But then when you showed me the other one, I was like, oh, yeah. Let me. And even I was like, you could change the colors of the different letters. You yeah. was like, yeah. yeah. I was like, young. I need you to, yeah. yeah. Cause I'm still jealous. Watch this. Yeah. Watch this. I'm still jealous. Cause I need this one right here. So I, I went on your website. I mean, I went on your Instagram, right? And uh, I saw this one. Yeah. But this was yellow. Uh-huh. Oh, and the dude. Uh, the dude yeah, I ain't got to say no more. Yeah, I need one of them. I need one of them. Cause, because it reminded me of this one. That's what, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, but, with the yellow. But but it had the gray in it. Yeah. With the, I, I said, when I see him, yeah. I need one of them. I don't, yeah. and, then, and then that was yellow. Yeah. I said, yeah, I need him to hurry up and stop playing with me. Yeah. 
Boom. You ain't even say nothing. I ain't hear you I, say nothing about that one. Because I was going to wait till uh, I seen you. But uh, when I saw this one. Yeah. I thought of you when I made that, With though. the new shit? I ain't even going to lie to you. I said, wait a minute. Yeah, it gives, that gives it a more edge. I like said, that. wait a minute. Yeah. He took the letters and. And, and diced it up. Sliced and diced that Jonah. Surely did. Man. And then what's crazy is. That logo... Stop it. And what's crazy, what nobody would ever know is that everything that I had established in 2016, they would think that's new. That ain't something I just created. That's everything. I have stuff from 2016 that I'm still rolling out. Yeah, you should. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I I, I mean, me personally, yeah. I'm just trying to set myself aside from everybody else and be like, look here, when it's new, let me know. Because... Right. because I don't know if you saw it today or not, but you had uh, the T-shirts, uh, different colors, blue, okay, orange. Yeah, yeah. That's the new. That's the new job. I'm working on a manufacturer and, to do and that. And what one. I and what I say, I say I need one of all of these. Yeah, yeah. The blue, the orange, because I feel that's like that's gonna really set the tone. Because I'm gonna do those on sweatshirts. I'm gonna do that logo on some a lot of no, different no, no, things. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the T-shirt. I know. I know what you're saying. With the, but okay. I just know that's going to really set the tone it is. for the next year. Nah, fuck fuck all that. All I right. need you to give me, because I'm going to go out of town. We worry about all that. Oh, okay, I okay, okay. Because I, 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 I need every color. You got to realize, like, when you in the pocket, you in the pocket. When, when, we, when we step on, they going to yeah. be like, cuz, what? what? You already plugged in. And nice. I'm going to add to what we're talking about right now. And what, we, what I'm adding to what you just said was, you want that. You're going to get that. And that's because the fact that I tell people on the break, like when you hear rappers, they was like, I called Mark Jacobs on the phone, made me a pair. Like, it don't get no better than that. Yeah. That's true. It don't get no better that's than true. that. And, and, and that's true. No and that's not that. like, that's not like uh, uh, bragging or boasting. Hey. That's just, that's my man, 50 grand. Yeah. Hey, 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 Jay, instead of the red, can you make me the orange? I got you. You know what I'm saying? But you can't go to... Uh, downtown locker room be like, oh, I want this shirt, but can you get it in white? They like, well, nah, this all this all they said. Nah, you can't go to Ralph Lauren. You can't go to uh, uh, Versace and say you make. Can you make me this special shit? You, I mean, I mean, you probably can, but you gotta have like nigga. You gotta be on another level. Yeah, that's just it. You gotta be on another level. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying. But, what but you, at the same time. The level that we on and what we gonna get to is the fact that you be able to have access when it started and when it ends, man. And when it ain't gonna never end, but, but it ain't gonna end though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know I'm saying it's, when it's, it start and when it just get to a point where it's bigger than life. I just, I just want to be at these. I just want to be at these like these. Uh, I just want to be at these annual events. Depend on where they at, like. You know, wherever you decided to do it. But you already did, though. Like, no, I mean, doing? I know. I, I, I'm i saying yeah. I, I can't wait because, yeah. you know, I, I'll probably be one of them spokespeople yeah. in the crowd. Like, oh, no, that's my man. I grew up with him. You know what I'm saying? He, I mean, it's yeah. it's a it's a sentimental value yeah. here because this is my man. Yeah. You know, and I feel like if he get put on, I'm not saying I get put on, but I feel like if he get put on, I'm going to follow him just because, right. and I'm going to take the mic with me. Right. And we just going to talk. And we're going to get it in. Because, right. you know, I don't know. I, I, I added you to a um a video I did uh with my man in there because they got it. They got their own YouTube page and okay. got their own following and they got their what own setup. Um, today, okay, yeah. I see and so, you know, 
that's I put up a post saying that uh I I I uh I said I I experienced something today that made me realize I ain't got it all <coughs> and I still got a lot more to learn. Right. Right. Okay. And cause cause we went there, he was like, Look, I want you to look here, I don't want you to look at me and we gonna you know and he when he posted the video, it was only like three minutes mm-hmm. of what we shot. But we shot an hour. Mm. But I was fucking up. I was looking at the TV. I was looking at the camera. I was looking at him. I was looking at the camera. I was looking at the TV. He was trying to direct me. But it was my first time because when I do this, it's just us, right. a mic, yeah. and we just It's talk. a different level when it's You know what I'm saying? Because I'm looking at you yeah. or, you know, yeah. I ain't looking at like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I told him, I said, but you know what, though? This is a challenge that I'm up for, and I need you to bring me back so we can keep doing it. And keep doing it because I feel like the more, the more you get into something and you get better at it, you you just get better. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if people keep telling me, yeah, that's your lane, that's your lane. Yeah. Like niggas telling you, yeah. hey Slim, this your lane. Yeah. We can't stop. Yeah, we gotta keep going. Yeah. It's, it's no, I mean, like I remember one night we was talking. And you was like, I was like Slim, I couldn't sleep last night. I was thinking about this, I, and you start laughing. I was like, why you laughing? You was like, nigga, cause I be. I be on the same shit. I can't sleep because my mind, like, nigga, I need to, need yeah. to write this down. Yeah. And that's how I am now. Yeah. I'm like, I hear something, I gotta write it down. If yeah. I hear a story, I just hit my man yesterday. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm, a, I'm, you know, I'm gonna put it out there. Me and my man about to do an episode on fatherless sons. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That's a good one. Sons that, without their father, but mm-hmm. we gonna look at it two different ways. Like he ain't never have his father. Mm-hmm. I had my father, mm-hmm. but then he died. Mm-hmm. So now I'm going to take it from where I had him and then he left. Mm-hmm. He doing it where he never had him and his mother raised him and he had to learn stuff. and da, 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 da. So I'm like, I want to do that. And so when people ask me, you know, what's your show about? I'm like, I can't really tell you because it ain't no script. Like as a dude at my job, ask me, you know, what's the name of your show? I, this is no lie, Jay. This is no lie. Dude asked me at my job, what's the name of your show? I said, it's called Real Talk with the Six Man. You know what he said? Yeah. He said, man, that's cat. I like that. Yeah. A white dude. Yeah. He was like, Kevin, that's the name of your show for real? Yeah. So when I pulled the app up and showed him the logo, he was like, damn, that's, I like that. Yeah. It's official. I was like, yeah. It's official. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm not saying because he white, but yeah. I'm just saying something different. Mm-hmm. And so your shit, yeah. same way. It's yeah. something different. It's something different. And people ain't seen it. And people ain't seen it. You know it. what I'm saying? I always get that, though. And I, I think the most joy that I get, you know, is when um, people say to me, man, my girl always compliment me when I wear your mm. stuff. Mm. My, my girl always da-da-da. Mm. Like, the other day I had, I'm you know, I make stuff for me. Mm-hmm. And I do that to draw people in mm-hmm. because, you know, once they see what I got on because right. of something I, I thought about. And I'm like, no, right. I'm not going to put this out. I'm going to put it on me. Right. And I word it out. And this lady, she'd been buying some stuff for her husband. And she saw me the other day with a red one that I had on that I made especially for me because I woke up one night with this crazy idea and was like, All right, I want this one. And my man made it for me. And when I wore it, to the barber shop, she was going to get her hair cut, and she was like, "Oh, you have a red one? Oh, you have that design?" And I said, "Yeah, I made this for me." And she looked at me and was like, "You only made it for you? Yeah, just you? Yeah, just me." Yeah. I was like, "Yeah, I Shut did." Up. 
So she was like, can you make one for my husband for Valentine's Day? And I said... Yeah, I could do that. Yeah, I could do that. I could do that. Yeah, I could do that. Valentine's yeah. Day? Yeah. yeah. Because you're going to start something. Yeah. I'm going to be... Oh, these orders yeah. going to be coming in there. They're going to be coming in. Yeah. Same, same thing with the red yeah. and black. I yeah. said, man, I was like, Jay, I don't want to sell that junk. Yeah. That junk, you was like, yeah, that junk. When we made that junk, that junk was mean. Yeah. You don't want to sell that junk. I, I go to the barbershop. Yeah. I sold a couple shirts at the barbershop. My, my barber. Yeah. What's up? What's up with the black and red junk? I said, oh, no, that's my junk. Come on, Kato. Stop playing, y'all. I need That's one it. of them. That's it. But what you need to do is you got to get to a point where that's the that's the, that's your other jump, but then you got to have more other ones. Watch this. But you already know I do, though. That's yeah. why you okay. say you yeah. think you slick. Yeah. You know I already know I do. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't even ready. Right. They don't even know. Right. right. They don't so. even know. Everybody think, oh, is that one logo? Yeah. Nah. Yeah. I got another logo that I paid for. Yeah. That's mine. Yeah. And when I'm ready to bring it out, they're going to be like, this nigga really yeah. on his shit. Yeah. And so, I mean, I... I mean, personally, man, mm-hmm. I feel like, um, I, I like, I like this platform because it's natural. Mm-hmm. It ain't nothing scripted. We just go off the top, but yeah. it's so many people that listen to me now that I, that I, I underestimated myself mm-hmm. because I feel like, you know, I get, I get inboxes from, um, jokers that I went to school with in New York. Uh, people from Philly. I did a um interview with my man. Uh, he a State Farm agent. I got a lot of feedback from that, and it's like people feel like it's not just um, you know, podcasts. Are, you know, are anything now? It could be rap. It could be guns. It could be whatever. And mm-hmm. I feel like mine is kind of. I don't want to say everywhere, but it's kind of it's kind of whatever I want to. Bring to the table, right? And, and but it's actually good though. Mm-hmm. And when my coworker at work was like, "Man, I'm listening to you every morning," mm-hmm. I was like, "What?" Mm-hmm. He was like, "Yeah, I'm on episode um fourteen. Yeah. What? Yeah, because once it's come, but once it becomes catchy, fourteen, and that's and that's a that or that that is a that's a yeah, fourteen, and I got becomes, a couple more to go, and, and becomes, you still listening." Yeah. Becomes catchy, your voices, cause you know what you doing is like you gotta have. But I ain't. But but and the personality. But even still now though, Slim, I'm still so humble to the point where I don't think that is 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 you know that it that it touches people. But my man hit me one day and was like, Slim, I'm in New York. Yeah. I've been meaning to hit you, and you doing your motherfucking thing, Slim. Don't stop. You can't. I said. He said I listened to this PTSD joint. It was a little long, but nigga, yeah. I learned shit about you that I never would have learned about you if I if if I I don't know you like that. Right. But now I do. Right. You know, even though we went to school together, you know what I'm saying. Right. So, I mean, I feel like even with you and your endeavor and with mine, and then now on a um, not a, I don't want to say uh sponsorship, but a partnership. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. It's organic. It's organic. Hey Slim, did you did you know you can do this and and we can put the joint out of you for real? And yeah. then I put and then what I say? I say don't don't on the red joint. Don't don't um make the logo on the back white. Make it red. Yeah. yeah. I wore that joint outside. Niggas was like, hey young, what 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 shirt yeah. is that? Yeah. I said, oh this uh for my show. Your show. That's it. That ain't for like 
brand marketing. That ain't that brand ain't that ain't like I can't, I can't go buy that at yourself, or Macy's. Just buy yourself. No, nah, you can't buy it. You you can buy it from me. Yeah, you buy yourself. You can, <laughs> you can buy. Yeah. I got some in my trunk. Yeah. Yeah. I got some in my yeah. trunk. Yeah. And so we're we gonna talk about some of the tape. I'm gonna tell you yeah. too with that. But yeah, no, no, no. But let's let's talk yeah. about yeah. like so. We, I mean, let's talk about um, Japurians going forward real quick. Like, what, what you got going on going forward? Give me, like, right. two minutes of what you got going forward. So, what I got going on now, which is good for me, and and I know it's a stepping stone, which is really good, and it's coming in my direction, because everything I've been doing now, I've just been being me and putting it out there. And once I put it out there, it's like I'm getting the feedback, I get the emails, I get the stuff for us, like... You know, we want you to attend this fashion show. We want you to come. We want you to be a part of, you know, uh, 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 our fashion fair and stuff like that. So I've been getting those type of emails. So this year, I'm, I feel like I've already mastered the local aspect of Japurs. So this year will be broadening my horizon on going Good. to different cities and states and stuff now. Good. Taking Japurs to another level. Good. And that is my focus this year. Good. So I have really recently been getting, you know, people, you know, send me emails and they was like, oh, we want you to come here. We want you vendor here. It's like, well, even when I go there, I feel like I'm just too beyond that now. And I'm right. never shitting on no local, no, right, right. nobody, nothing right. like that. But you just, you just on a different playing field. I'm on field. a different playing field. Yeah. Like, like if you'd have caught me a year or two years ago, then I would have probably attended that event. Yeah. But now it's to a point where as though I'm getting emails from people that's in different states and wanting to see my brand yeah. in their state and, yeah. and, 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 and see, you know, and, and, and get a whole feel of this whole vibe that I got going on that's locally. Right. You know what I'm saying? So this year I'm be traveling, man. I'm going to uh, Vancouver and... Uh, is it August and then um, no no all, Vancouver is in September okay. and then I'm going to uh, Las Vegas in August to uh, a trade show and stuff that you know the oh vibe. let me know when you do that yeah, yeah let me know when you yeah, do so that so I'm going to a trade show uh, a designer trade show basically with uh, different you know people that's doing a whole bunch of different things as far as um, clothing and and, 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 and buyers for different um for different uh companies and stores and stuff like that. So this year right now is that bad. You know, it's that bad and um, we just uh man, I'm I'm just trying to climb to newer heights and make things uh make things where I wanted to I'm put things in perspective of the whole vision. The vision is be you be, be, versatile. You be, you be versatile. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No matter wherever you at in the world, be yourself and be versatile and we're gonna be versatile all over. You know, and I get people that always come to me and they be like, you know, that's closed minded and they say, why do you have that person on your page wearing that? And I'm looking at them like, don't like You gotta elevate your mind. Like this is what I do. Yeah. You know, the, my clothes ain't limited. Like, I'm black. Yeah, I'm black. But at the same time, like, I, it's no color boundaries for me, man. I, I thought he was fake. Yeah. Oh, you I, did? I thought he was fake. Uh, yeah. But when he was talking to you, I was like, yeah. 
Oh, he really, that's a real person. Yeah, so Marco Del Silva, man, like, if you ever hear this too, though, man, I always send him messages, and I tell him, I say, man, I really appreciate you. And uh, Marco also, when I first stumbled on him, when I first stumbled on him, I'm going to tell him right quick. So when I first stumbled on Marco Del Silva, he uh, liked one of my pictures or whatever, and I didn't know who he was, so I went to his page on Instagram and was checking him out. And I was like, damn, if I have to, if I had to versify or diverse my clothing line to a point where though I wanted somebody other than me wearing it, for some reason it would have to be him. And to me, I was like, if I can get him to wear these clothes, I would love for him to wear it. And he accepted my offer and he did it. Hey, look, man. We can go on and on and on and on, man. It's Japuri's clothing line, man. If you see me out in the street and you see me with it on, holler at me, man. That's what we doing, man. Japuri's clothing. Jermaine McKnight, my man from around the way. I appreciate you. Always. Six man. You know what we doing, man. We drinking 1738 and we gonna finish this conversation, but I think we got y'all enough, man. Japuri's clothing, man. Instagram. Facebook. If you can't find them, holler at me. I got you. Six man. We out. A lot of good things coming out of Southeast DC, man. A lot of good things coming out of DC, period. I mean, you got these go-go bands that's been playing for years, people still supporting them. You got black-owned businesses that people are popping up with every day, man, the people supporting them, man. There's a lot of good things coming out of DC. And today, I just wanted to um, highlight one of the good things that's going on in DC, right in my um, neighborhood of Southeast. And um, just wanted to highlight one of the young men that's out here you know, that's really doing something positive for the community and for the neighborhood, man. Somebody who's giving back to the community um, out here, you know, um, preaching positivity, um, you know, to the younger generation as as I do myself and along with myself trying to, you know, start this podcast and, you know, use my life experience on my platform to highlight some of the things that I've been through, um, shortcomings and, and, and also things that's good. Um, that that I've that I've been involved in the things that I'm doing now. So I just wanted to highlight something good for y'all, and um, you know highlight my man um, on an excellent job of what he's doing with his clothing line. And I see big things coming for him in the near future, man. I, I don't see anything less uh, from him but just success, man, because he has his drive, the determination, and he wants to get it. And the area that he came from taught him all of that, even though he might have got incarcerated and did some time. That time was time well spent in a way where he can sit back, plan, and execute. Like he said, plan and execute. And that's all it's, that's all it's really about, man. Having a plan, having a dream, seeing it before you see it, and executing it every day, man. And it's not something that's going to happen overnight. It's something that we got to plan and execute and, and, and work out every single day. Every day. I mean, 
Uh, my motto is being better than you were yesterday, and that's just plain and simple. If you didn't have the best day, you know, you can always plan and, and to prepare to have a, 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 a better day every day after that. So, I mean, when I say be better than you were yesterday, that's exactly what I mean. Preparing yourself to be better than you were yesterday and keeping it going, man. I love y'all. Um, I thank you for all the support. And definitely shout out to Japurious Clothing, man. My new sponsor and my partner, man. Six man. Y'all be easy. Thank you.